0: OTB GAA scale has opened the war definitely with the football pod. Where are your power rankings now? The Royal Rumble that's coming our way, hurling pod versus football pod. Will you're a coward? Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo, delivering match day meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Steve Borthwick explains releasing Marcus Smith this week. Ireland will begin next year's Six Nations in an unfamiliar setting and a first-ever women's Lions tour looks set to get the green light. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. First up, Greg McWilliams has named a 32-player squad for the women's Six Nations. Ireland's campaign begins against Wales at the Arms Park in Cardiff on March 25th. A quarter of the squad are uncapped, with five of the eight New players graduating from the combined Provinces 15. Ella Roberts, Nevo Dowd, Sive McGrath, Fiona Tewitt and Molly Boyne were all part of the team that won the inaugural Celtic Challenge earlier this month. IQ Rugby duo Catherine Buggy and Clara Nielsen also get a call-up, as does Harlequin Scrum half Emma Swords. But Bevan Parsons, Amy Lee Murphy Crow and Stacey Flood are among those on sevens duty that haven't been named in the squad. Nicola Friday will once again captain the team. The current men's Six Nations campaign may still have two rounds left to go, but it hasn't stopped organisers plotting the course for next year. Ireland's 2024 competition will open with a blockbuster tie away to France. However, the game will be the first time since 1996 that a Six Nations meeting of the sides will be played outside of the Stade de France. The national stadium there will be otherwise engaged next spring as it prepares to host the Olympic Games that summer. That France test will take place on Friday, February 2nd. The following Sunday, we'll see Italy visit the Aviva before a rest weekend and then a home tie with Wales. Ireland's penultimate game will be on March 9th away to England with Scotland visiting Dublin the day before St. Patrick's Day. Marcus Smith has been dropped from England's training squad ahead of next week's Six Nations meeting with France. He's been released to Harlequins for their Premiership meeting with Exeter on Saturday. Smith started in the opening weekend loss to Scotland, but he was a late replacement for Owen Farrell in the recent wins over Italy and Wales. George Ford, who hasn't played for England for almost a year, returns to the group. Max Malins, though, has been left out due to an ankle injury. Borthwick was asked about Smith's absence this week and whether it was a bad omen for him relating to the France test.
1: So I picked a squad for a, a, a follow week training camp, which is what I've done. And at the same point, I make a decision on what every player needs. I'm not picking a squad for, for next week. That squad will be decided and, and distributed as it normally is on the Sunday evening as the squad assembles for a test week. We're not, We're not in test week. We're in a training camp week where um, I felt the best decision, the best thing for Marcus is to get some game time. George has um, played, played for his club at the weekend and I thought this was an opportunity for Marcus to to go and play. He had limited, very limited game time because of the nature of the game and the decision I made on Saturday. So I thought this was a step forward for him.
0: Borthwick worked with George Ford prior to his departure to Sale last summer and was asked what attributes he brings back to the squad.
1: He's come back. From a an, in, an injury, having been out for some time, he's looking tremendously sharp. Um, I think that shows the work he's done in terms of his his rehab there um, and, and recovery from injury. He's looking in in great great condition. So, and and he's clearly a very experienced player, and that, as I say, that adds to the the strength we have in that that position. I'm looking forward to seeing Marcus play this weekend. Um, I think that the, when you add in Owen and as I talked about earlier, Finn Smith's been in camp, I've been hugely impressed by Finn Smith. Um, so it, it's, it shows a position where we are we are blessed to have a number of top quality players.
0: Now, a first ever women's version of the British and Irish Lions could soon be a reality. Ireland assistant coach Niamh Briggs was part of a 13-person steering group that assessed the viability of such a venture. Chair of the steering committee, Yian Evans, said today that there is significant support for the concept of creating a Lions women's team, but a lot of work remains to be done. The Lions group and the constituent unions are now working through potential structures and placement in the calendar. Quite who the opposition would be also remains up in the air, with New Zealand and France the early front runners among a quite thin field. Evans explained the process that they've gone through to date.
1: Well, it was a pretty long and robust process, but what was important, what drove this, we needed expertise and experience around the table. Broadcasters, unions, administrators of world rugby as well, all engaged in this process, and everyone had their moment several moments in which to engage, to contribute, to challenge, to scrutinise. And that, in essence, was what the steering group was about. It's about bringing the right people into the room to discuss this. You know, what is really
0: exciting prospect. The father of Anthony Yolanch has hit out at the French coaching staff after his son suffered a serious knee injury. The Toulouse flanker looks set to miss the World Cup with surgery required on his injured knee early next week. Yolanch suffered a rupture of his cruciate ligament in Sunday's win over Scotland in Paris. But speaking to La Parisienne, Jérôme Yolanch was not a happy bunny. He claims his son should never have been allowed to return to the field, having been assessed earlier in the game for a potential concussion. Jalanche came back on and went on to suffer the injury. Jérôme Jalanche said we had two substitutes with Francois Quo and Sekou Makalou. I was in the stands and I was crazy, letting him rest. We could have avoided what happened next, he said. Finally, Joe Marler has signed a contract extension with Harlequins. The 32-year-old has made 250 appearances for the Premiership Club to date and says he hopes his new deal will allow him to retire at Quinn's. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed wherever you happen to consume your podcasts and leave your positive feedback while you're there as well. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.